Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. The day of love, where we celebrate relationships. Well, let me ask you a question. Are you one of those people that hates Valentine's Day? Maybe you're one of the ones like me that that actually really love Valentine's Day. Fun fact and and sappy alert. If just go ahead and turn this podcast off right now if you don't want to hear something sappy. But fun fact, I proposed to my lovely wife Rachel on Valentine's Day. That's right. So it's a very special day for us. And of course, now we have um, two little boys. We're celebrating seven years of marriage this August. And so it's a, you know, life is a whirlwind. It's exciting. It's never boring at the French house, but we always try to make sure to take some time to celebrate Valentine's Day because it's special to us. Well, today we're going to be talking about the most important relationship in your life. You, you want to have a good Valentine's Day. You want to have good relationships in general. Well, this episode is for you because if you can get this one relationship right that we're going to talk about today, it will have a positive impact on every other relationship in your life. Now, I want to throw out some free advice. This this is some free information I want to give you. I was driving home this morning and this thought hit me. I was driving. I drove into the neighborhood and uh, there was a, a a young guy walking down the neighborhood and he waved at me and he smiled. And I, I know it sounds funny, but I got to tell you, it made my morning a little bit better that somebody was kind. That's right. A simple act of kindness helped me to have a better morning. And so I just want to encourage somebody. I, I know I got a lot of church folks that are that listen to this podcast. If you listen to this podcast, you probably go to church. If if you don't go to church, I'm so glad you're listening. And, and I hope you make the decision to start going to church. But guys, we need to make a positive impact. And with with COVID and everything, sometimes people are forgetting to be kind. What a horrible thing to forget to do. Guys, let's make a difference. If, if you're listening to this in the morning, maybe you're on your way to work. Maybe you work from home. Maybe you're about to make some phone calls or send out some emails. Hey, don't forget the most important thing uh, that you can take with you today. Take some kindness with you. Make a difference in somebody's life. That, that's really going to help your relationships. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to read a few reviews because you guys have been so kind to leave them. And then we're going to dive into this conversation of the most important relationship in your life. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Nathan French. Let's go.
you know who's just really, really kind? You guys. That's right. I'm talking to you, the listeners of the Noteworthy Podcast. You guys blow my mind. You're so kind. And you have blessed me with uh, 119 five-star reviews. Guys, I'm... Uh, my heart's overwhelmed. I'm so thankful that y'all would take the time to go do that. And as promised, I wanted to give a couple shout outs to uh, some great people that left uh, reviews on the podcast. Uh, I have a bunch to read, so I can't do them all in one episode, but I wanted to hit on two or three of them today just to say thank you. Rachel Lavender left five stars and said, wow, listening to this podcast, the presence of God ushered into my car. That was such a timely word. That was such a needed word. Wow, thank you, Rachel, for those kind words and for leaving a review. Uh, Alicia Bryant from Richland, Washington said, she left five stars and said, I appreciate this podcast so much. I'm constantly being challenged and convicted where I need it most. I'm thankful for the transparency and insight given to help me as a first year youth leader and involved in leading worship. Also, because of you mentioning using Anchor, it has helped me to be able to start a podcast for my church. Thank you for staying true to the truth, Alicia Bryant. Hey, Alicia, that is so awesome. I'm so excited to hear that you're a youth leader, that you're involved in leading worship. And then how amazing is that, that you were able to start a podcast for your church? It sounds like you're killing it there in Richland, Washington. Thank you so much for leaving a review. Now, the last one I'm going to read just for today is actually from my wife. And it's guys, it's Valentine's Day. I got to read this and give her a shout out because she is the greatest. Rachel, if you're listening, I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. She left five stars. Thanks, sweetheart. Five stars. I appreciate that. She said, I may sound biased because I'm Nathan's wife, but that's okay. I am so proud of this journey Nathan has taken to host Noteworthy. I can tell you firsthand he does what he does because he has such a burden for the people of God and expanding the kingdom. You won't be disappointed in any single episode. Wow, thanks, sweetheart. I love you. Gotta give her a shout out. It's Valentine's Day. We're gonna be all kinds of sappy in this episode today. If you wanna hear from Rachel, we did an episode together uh, just a few weeks ago about protecting your peace. And you can go hear from her on this podcast. Just go back a couple episodes. You can listen to that. Well, guys, thank you so much. There's there's a lot more I'm going to hit on next week. If you leave a five-star rating and review, I want to take a few episodes to give you a shout-out just to say thank you. So be sure to do that. It helps the podcast. While I'm giving shout-outs, I'm almost done. I got I to gotta give a shout-out. Uh, to my to my brother Ryan French, he's the host of Apostolic Voice, the podcast, also the blog, and uh, I got to tell you, I he would be embarrassed if I shared this, but I went to my door. There was an Amazon package, and it was a new Rode podcaster mic. Uh, yeah, I was just as surprised as you are, and it turns out that uh, Ryan had bought it and sent it to me. Um, to support the podcast and so I'm talking into a new podcast mic right now which is killer an amazing microphone all thanks to him be sure to go follow apostolic voice 
and uh, that that podcast is going to bless you. Thanks, bro. Love you guys. Let's get back into the podcast. I appreciate you all so much. So I've got a scripture that I want to share with you about the most important relationship in your life. It's found in Deuteronomy chapter 6, right after verse 4, where it talks about hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. But I want to draw your attention to verse 5. You've probably heard it. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, and with all your strength. Yep, the most important relationship in your life, if, if you want to, if every other relationship in your life is going to be the way it's supposed to be, the most important relationship in your life is your relationship with Jesus Christ. There is a fun fact that I want to share with you. Are you ready? You and I are here today. That's right. You and I exist. We are breathing air into our lungs, living beings on this planet. Here's why. Because God desires relationship. God didn't need us when he created the world. He desired us. Wow. I want, can we just pause and think about that for a second? God didn't need us. He wanted us. God created relationship when he created mankind. God looked at this vast universe and desired you and me. So he created the world for us to live in. Planet Earth, and if in case you're wondering, that's where you and I live. <laughs> Planet Earth is handmade and specifically designed for our survival. He created a place for us. Man could not survive on the moon. Mankind could not live on the sun. Jesus loves us so much that he made our home beautiful. Our planet is the most unique and beautiful planet there is in our solar system. He created this beautiful place called Earth because he wanted to be a part of our world. After all this, he created Adam and he said, it is not good that the man be alone. God created man so that he could have a relationship and so that we could have a relationship with him. So it's Valentine's Day, and and everybody's talking about dating, and everybody's talking about relationships, But but, and, and that's all good, but can we pause for a second and just pay attention to the fact that if we don't have a relationship with God, all of our other relationships are bound to fail. Our relationship with God is the singular most important relationship in our lives. Genesis 2 and 16 
And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat it, you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Now, I I need you to catch this. I need you to notice this with me. Relationship with God was created before relationship with Eve. The order of creation teaches us that relationship with God is the first and utmost important relationship in our lives. Throughout uh, this episode, uh, and we're actually we're actually doing a series right now called All the Feels uh, for the entire month of February in our youth class. And so uh, this topic has been on my heart. It's been in my spirit. It's it's Valentine's Day today. Maybe you're listening later. Maybe it's not Valentine's Day, but it'll come back around. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but we're talking about this, and we're going to be talking about everything from relationships with friends to uh, to having a godly dating relationship. But But for part one, we're talking about relationship with God. Why? Why is that where we where we begin? Because healthy relationships with others is determined by a healthy relationship with God. I'm going to say that one more time. Healthy relationships with others is determined by a healthy relationship with God. Now notice with me there's another important principle found here in Genesis. Genesis can teach us a lot about relationships. Obeying God's commandment was a key ingredient to relationship. You say, Nathan, what are you talking about? That that doesn't make sense. Well, if you notice, God gave Adam instruction before he gave him Eve. Before he could trust him to properly love someone else, he needed to knew to know that he could listen to God. God gave Adam instruction before he could trust him with Eve. God knew that if Adam couldn't listen to his instructions, he would never be able to listen to and respect the voice of Eve. And all the wives are saying, Amen. <laughs> you better preach that, Brother Nathan. Yeah, you're excited. Well, it's it's true. If if a man cannot listen to the voice of God, he's gonna have a hard time listening to what his wife has to say. Well, my, 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 he is preaching today. So so let me ask you a few questions. What does love look like? Is love pretty? Is love easy? Is love free? Does love have blue eyes and brown hair? What is love? How do I show love? How do I let God know that I love him? Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, Brother Nathan. That's a lot of questions. Well, I'm excited today to let you know what love looks like. Because if you can, if you can get a picture of what love looks like, it will impact your entire life. Love 
looks like a cross. That's right. Love is, love looks like a cross. It's up on a hill. John 15 and 13, it says, Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. I need you to to just picture this. Maybe you're driving. You can't close your eyes. But I, I want you to get a mental image of the cross, Calvary's Hill. I want you to see Jesus on that cross. And he has, I'm getting a little emotional here, but he has given his life for you and for me. Thank you, Jesus. This is what love looks like. Man, praise God. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Love puts others before itself. This is, you want to know what love looks like. You, you want to model yourself after love. Then you need to live like Jesus lived. You need to read your word. Let me talk to the, the men for just a second. I, I know that there's, the, I, I'm not forgetting about the ladies, but men, you need to set your focus on Jesus Christ. Love like him. Act like him. Try to be like him. Speak the word of God into your life and let it permeate into your spirit. Love gives all. You say, Nathan, you're saying that love looks like a cross. Yes, love gives all. Jesus gave everything he had. Love sacrifices. Love spends time with people. Jesus was the ultimate picture of what it means to love. His death on the cross was the ultimate act of love. We know how he loves us. We know you know, we sing about it, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves. And we get that picture in our mind. But for the remainder of this episode, I want you to have that picture ingrained in the back of your mind. That this is what love looks like. And if we can get our relationship right with him, then we're going to get our relationships right with everybody else. You say, uh, man, I... Nathan, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. All my relationships are falling apart and, and, and nobody will listen to me and, and people are angry at me. Well, have, have, you, have you checked your relationship with God lately? Let me, let me just maybe just throw an idea out here. Maybe all of your earthly relationships are falling apart because your heavenly relationship is being neglected. Sure, there's going to be things that happen. Sure, there's going to be, uh, you know, Paul said, if peace is possible, choose peace. Sometimes peace isn't always possible on earth with people, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about there are situations that you could clear up right now. If, if you could humble yourself and be a little bit more like Jesus, you could take care of some of those relationships right now. How do we love like Jesus? How do we love like him? Well, I want to give you a quick example. And, and, 
And if you're taking notes, I, I want you to write this thought down for, for Valentine's Day. And that statement is this. Relationships and roses have a lot in common. Relationships and roses have a lot in common. They both require attention. And so here it is. It's Valentine's Day. Let me share the statistic with you. It is estimated that some 224 million roses are grown and cultivated for Valentine's Day. Not surprisingly, men are the biggest purchasers of flowers at 73%. But what may be surprising is that 14% of women buy flowers and send them to themselves on Valentine's Day. Think about flowers for a moment. What does this gesture mean? What does it mean to, to buy flowers? Uh, your wife some flowers or if you're engaged you buy your fiance if you're if you're dating you buy your girlfriend some flowers some of y'all are going back to your camp date i'm not talking about your camp dates when you were nine and you bought her some cheese fries at church camp no flowers flowers are significant flowers let's think about it flowers fade and they wither they are expensive. They require care. They require nourishment. They require a proper environment. Flowers require attention. What a great symbol of how relationships work. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time that you treated your relationships like a flower. If you're a husband, when was the last time you treated your wife with care? That you created a proper environment for her? That you gave her your attention? When was the last time you spent some money on your wife? When was the last time that, that you took time to nourish and water that relationship? When was the last time you treated your relationship with God like a flower? When was the last time you gave God your attention? When was the last time you watered your relationship and nourished it? When was the last time you took time to pray? When was the last time that you took time to read the Word? Are you spending time in the proper environments? Yes, relationships and roses have a lot in common. Song of Solomon chapter 2 verse 1 says, I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valleys. Do you treat your relationship with God like the rose of Sharon? Do you treat your relationship with God like the lily of the valleys? I hope you do. And if you don't, I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you to take this challenge today and begin to nourish and care for your relationships. And first and foremost, 
nourish and care for your relationship with Jesus Christ because all other healthy relationships will flow from this river into the ocean of your life. Deuteronomy 6, 5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. This is how we are commanded to love the Lord. The, the heart, the soul, and with our strength. I want you to think about those words. Heart, soul, strength. And so we, we have to ask ourselves the question, you know, if, if we believe the word of God to be true and infallible and that every word is important, then we have to ask ourselves the question, how do we love the Lord with all our heart, soul, strength? Well, think about this with me. The heart. The heart is, is the symbol of love on Valentine's Day uh, every year. I mean, go to Kroger, you're going to see hearts everywhere. Go to Publix, you're going to see balloons with hearts. Uh, go to Walmart, you're going to see candy with hearts. You, 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 can, you can see a heart physically. Doctors can see them. You can feel a heartbeat. It's something that is on the inside, but it's tangible. Wow. Woo. I'm going to say that one time. It's, it's on the inside, but it's tangible. It's real. You can feel it. We have to trust God with what we can feel. We have to love God with, with our emotions, which, by the way, you know, the heart's main purpose is to pump blood. The blood of Jesus is always the ultimate symbol of love. The, the blood that he shed on Calvary, the, the whole purpose of the heart is to pump blood through the body. Isn't, isn't that what, what we're called to do, to share the love of God with everybody that we meet, to make sure that the blood of Jesus pumps through the body of the church. The heart's main purpose, its main focus is to do that. And, and when we look at the heart, how do we love God with our heart? Well, that's something that we can feel. But let me tell you something that we can't feel. Our soul is the part of us that lives forever. We have to trust God with our future and with forever. We can feel a heartbeat but we cannot feel a soul beat. Loving God with your soul is trusting him with the things you cannot feel with your senses. When you worship at a funeral and celebrate their entrance into heaven, you are loving God with your soul. You are trusting Jesus with what you cannot see. When you pray and kill out your flesh, you are loving God with your soul. You're going past heart love into soul love for God. You are submitting what you can see and feel on the altar and you step into what you cannot see and feel to experience things in the spirit. And last but not least is to love the Lord with all your strength. Heart and soul 
refer to internal love. Strength refers to external love. My strength is different than your strength. But we all have strength. We all have unique gifts. And this is where we show the love of God by the works of our hands. This is where love takes action and we are the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. This is where we serve others and love our communities. Love the Lord with your strength. You cannot love the Lord with someone else's strength. You have to give your talents, your personality, your abilities to God and love him with what he has given you. What has God placed in your hands? What talents and abilities has he given you? This is what it means to love the Lord with all your strength. And your strength doesn't have to be like mine. You know, some people can lift 100 pounds. Some people can lift 150 pounds. Some people can even lift 200 pounds. But they're different, right? Now, I can't lift 200 pounds, but some people can. My strength is different than other people's strengths. I want you to apply this to your, your church. Apply this to your small groups. Uh, apply this to your job and your community. What am I good at? What has God blessed me with? What talents do I possess? And when you give that to God, that's what it means to love him with your strength. I'm going to I'm going to wrap it up with this. I'm going to summarize it. Let's put a bow on it. To love God with all your heart is to trust him with what you can see and feel. To love God with all your soul is to trust him with what you cannot see and feel. To love him with all your strength is to love him with what you can do with your hands and your God-given abilities. Love the Lord prioritize Jesus. Nourish that relationship. You can trust him with all the feels. You can trust him with all the things, all the relationships. You can give it to God. My wife, Rachel, likes to say, I love all the things. I had never even heard that until I met Rachel, and then she changed everything. Her outlook on life uh, changed my world. And that's because she knew Jesus before she knew me. She had a relationship with Jesus Christ before she had a relationship with me. And I thank God every day for that. Guys, I feel so blessed and honored to have been able to spend this time with you talking about the most important relationship in our lives. I want to pray over you, and uh, I want to just take this moment. If you're driving, go ahead and pray with me. If you're at home, take some time to pray. But I want to I want to pray over you, as we do at the end of every show. I I close out every show with prayer because I I believe in the power of prayer. I believe it makes a difference. It's one of the main reasons that this podcast came into existence. So pray with me, Lord. We come before you today thanking you for the cross. 
Jesus, I, I, I come before you today humbled that you would give your life for me. Lord, I want to have a relationship with you. I want to nourish that relationship with you. I want to give everything that I have to you. God, I have strengths and I have weaknesses. But God, I pray that you would use them both for your glory and for your kingdom. I want to pray over those that are listening right now. God, I pray that you would bless every listener, that you would encourage them, that you would lift them up. God, I pray that they would show kindness today. I pray that they would make a difference today. God, I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that those that are listening right now could make a positive impact on this day. Whatever day that they're facing, whatever situation that they're facing, Lord, we're trusting you and believing you to give them the strength to handle all of their relationships with care. Give them purpose. Give them strength unveil their abilities that they may have that others don't and use it for your glory in jesus name amen i love you all i'm so thankful to get to spend this time with you next week i'm going to try to read a few more reviews so be sure to get that five star rating and review in before next week you may hear a shout out on the air if you do so i love you all I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. And if it's not Valentine's Day, I just hope you have a great day. If you're listening on a different day, we love you. We appreciate you. I'm excited about the future, excited about what God is going to do. And remember, treat somebody with kindness today. All right. Love you guys. We'll see you next week.